how it could have gone. Do, 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 do. Hello, and welcome to How It Could Have Gone with Ryan Cudahy. This is the live-casted podcast where I, Ryan Cudahy, look at certain decisions I've made in my life and see how it could have gone if I'd made a different decision. As the basic premise of the show, and coming in there saying first, Friday saying at aim, damn it, and Kelsey saying, hey, Ryan, how are you? Hey, hey, how you doing? Hi. Same, I, I say hi back. Uh, and how I am I doing? That's kind of what we like to do at the top of the show. We check in on the host of the show and we see, you know, how they're feeling. How's the show going to go based off of uh, a barometer of emotions? And I'm doing well. I slept in a bit. I feel better than I have the last couple of days. My headache's not as bad. And for breakfast, I had Elenos Greek yogurt, pumpkin pie flavored. Gonna let that sink in for a second. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a tiny little croissant. I'm just uh, I'm just standing here proudly because I had a good breakfast. Stood up for this. This is the only time I've gotten up today. Kelsey says, OMG, tiny croissant. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, it's going to be a good show, I think. It's going to be a good one. I'm going in. I'm going in hypercharged. The tinier the cro- croissant, the more energy it gives you. Is the assertion I'm making. We'll, we'll test. We'll test that assertion today. Uh, that. <laughs> um, just gonna block. All right. So. Let's get the show started. Let's get it. Let's get it going. Today is going to be how it could have gone. If Ryan were a Starfleet captain. All right. We're going to have to break that down a bit. If you don't get the reference, you're going to be a little lost. Starfleet is a fictional organization uh, of spaceship captains in the fictional sci-fi series star trek uh it popularized in the 60s i believe that's when it came out and it's just been sort of hanging out ever since i don't know if it's it probably hit a, a resurgence around the 90s late 90s early 90s i don't know uh but for the most part it just sort of hangs out it's not quite star wars but it's fucking it's not like mash Like, if you're a kid and you sit down and your choice is between, like, Star Trek and the TV show MASH, you're going to watch Star Trek. But if Star Wars is anywhere around, even, like, just a picture of it, you'll look at that instead. Um, That's, uh... Lee Cox says, my brother loved The Next Generation, or he watched it a lot. That's the thing, it's hard to tell. Because there's also just a lot of it. So if you're trying to watch the whole thing, you really seem like a fan. Kelsey says, track yourself before you wreck yourself. I'm I'm going to try. That that I think that is pretty much the trajectory of the show today. I'm going to be using words like trajectory because Star Trek is thinking man sci-fi or kind of. 
<laughs> it's optimistic. It's utopian for the most part, though a lot of times they blow up. Leacock says, yeah, it's a space soap opera. It's really just some a soap opera with some lore. There is a character named Lore. So you're correct. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to drop myself into that world. And we're going to space opera it up. I'm going to be a Starfleet captain. That's already, I'm doing pretty well for myself. I will say I am doing well than I've probably, I'm doing better than I've probably ever done. If I'm captaining my own starship. Kelsey's saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, uh, shut up, Kelsey. <laughs> Kelsey says, did you earn that, Rick? I say, shut up. And you are, you're going to the brig. Take, take Kelsey to the brig. And my chief of security takes you to the brig. You're in the brig. Kelsey says, no, you. That's mutiny. Double brig. We're turning the force fields on. You, we were just going to let you, like, it was going to be more of a timeout situation. But that's officially mutiny lasers on leacock says have a klingon punch <laughs> that is that, that <laughs> i think that would be playing into kelsey's plan she's kelsey's like my con so far if you have any sort of uh frame for that reference i think we're we got a dastardly villain on our hands. Aim says, leave Kelsey alone. Are you going? I turned my phasers from, uh, I turned them on to stun. They were on uh, standby, but now my phasers are out. And my chief of security, it's not Worf, but it's like Worf. His name's Warmf. He's, he's a Klingon. Uh, and he, he's like, he like, he's good with guns. So he's like spinning them like the old West. Um, Friday, Friday guy, the guy says, take your name to the brig. Okay, good. That's good. Proactive. We're just going to have, we're just going to pre-brig and then everybody, you know what? Everybody on the brig. Everybody goes into the brig and we're just going to, you know, you're going to tell me why you shouldn't be in the brig. And then we'll see if we come out of the brig. We're just going to start there. Um, Kelsey says, and that's how it could have gone. Short up. Yeah, I mean, that could be the end of it, because I, I think at this point, I'm not, what am I captaining? I'm just captaining the ship. If I don't have, like, a an ensign and a navigator and a science officer, am I really, I'm not a captain. I'm just a star, I'm just a crazy guy with a starship. Ben says, I shouldn't be here because I have a red shirt. No, you no no. We need you. We need you, Ken. Ben, we, we, uh, let's go with Ken today. <laughs> I'm just saying we need. You're the building blocks that make every expedition work. You're the canary. When you start choking, we know we need to be more on guard. So I'm what I'm gonna do. Every planet we go to, I'm gonna just teleport you down for about 15 minutes. If nothing eat you, I come down next. Ken says, can I go back to my job? This is your job now. You're monster bait. Don't you want to be monster bait? <laughs> That's the most important job on it. We can get we can get you a tag that just says monster bait. <laughs> uh... <laughs> 
Kelsey says, when I used to work at McDonald's, I was the only one in a, in a red shirt. So naturally, I died every day. At least I felt like it. Yeah, this is, this is a lot better than McDonald's. You just masturbate. Kelsey says, I keep wildly mishearing this. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Uh, so warmth is, is sort of doing an interview process, letting people out of the brig. And we're just starting to get the, the starship humming again. I got a cool starship. I call uh, it, it's the um, USS Doodle Bob. That's the Doodle Bob. <sighs> I should have wrote down something before. I actually had like a cool name. Like Thunder Spleen. Uh, like, it, it, see, I, I needed to write it down. Because nothing I'm coming up with on the spot is matching the cool name. <laughs> Kelsey says, doodle bop lol. <sighs> Come on. <laughs> Don't make, no one make fun of the ship or you're, you're, you're going back into the interview process. Everybody's going to have to line up again. I go and I sit in my captain's chair. The doodle bop is a fine ship is a very space-worthy vessel. It has a it has like a flat disc on one part, and then coming off of that, you got like four engines. One of them's sort of pointed to the side, and that's so we can drift if you want. You can do, like, you could drift around a planet. It's fucking dope if you're going fast enough. If you're going too slow, you can't really tell. Like, the, the distances you're traveling are too big, and you can't tell, but if you're going... Like a like like half a warp, and I'm not talking about warp here. Like uh, you don't get these too confused. A warp warp speed is like faster than light. So like half a warp, you can get a good slide going. And and that's what we do for a while because this isn't an exploration vehicle. That's like Starfleet's mission for us. It's just to go out and just like they just kind of, sort of said have fun. Just like tell people about humans. Tell tell them tell them they're cool. Tell them we we live over here and like come on by. Uh, Leacock says the SS Doodle USS Doodle Bob. Sigh, it's the Doodle Bob is the full name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Aim says pew pew. Hey, put your fucking phasers away. What are you doing? We're just this is just it's just a joyride right now. No phasers. Kelsey says set my phasers phasers to pun. Um, uh, that's pretty good. I guess you're you can be you can be the comedic relief. You're, I don't know who comedic. I guess Spock. Spock was supposed to be funny, right? Or a Tribble? You're like the Tribble of this. Ken says, excuse me, sir, but we only have decaffeinated coffee left. I'm sorry to bother you like this. What do you want me to do about that? You should be talking to the mess officer. I'm the captain. Oh, red shirt. You're really, you're really earning your red shirt today. There, Ken. You got decaffeinated coffee all over your shirt. You, you better not be trying to make it not red anymore because you got to wear the red one. That's how the monsters see it. You fucking monster bait over here. And I'm turning into my number one, like my first officer. 
Which, uh, I'm going with Lee. Lee. You're my first officer. So shout out. It's Lee. <laughs> first officer. You see that guy? <laughs> Lee Cox says, what up? Um, uh, yeah, and I, I, I just, I, I just like crack some shit about the red shirt. Kelsey says, more like worst officer. Ha, got him. Wow, what a clown you are. Just dancing in front of the big screen as we're flying through space. We just, we got ourselves a space clown. I really feel like, I like to think of my ship less as, uh, like a captain in crew relationship, that dichotomy, I don't like that. I think of more of like, I am king and you are like my vassals. Lee Cox says, I'm from the Firefly universe, so I'm dirtier and wittier. <laughs> All right, that's cool. That's cool. I, I think that's something that we, we would have been missing here without it. So you, do you just have like a, a gun? Because we use phasers, and 99% of the time I have them set on stun, which feels like just like a gentle shove, really. People go down, but it's just, the future is kind of weak. We don't have to do as much. So a, a gentle shove tends to knock you down pretty hard. Friday says, yay, we are Ryan's assholes. Uh, yeah, that's kind of, that's people sort of uh, collectively, re the crew refers to us ourselves as Ryan's assholes you know we're a bunch of crazy it's like the it's like Jack's Jack's bastards you know it's like it's kind of like a it's like a group name make it feel a little more fun when we're going around this is about this is supposed to be fun right we're star trekking and Lee Cox says I have a rusty harpoon gun oh shit <laughs> Are you just always just like ready to go with it? Is that just I got my big comfy captain's chair here and you have like a, a set up harpoon gun. Just a duster jacket like the dusty j duster. We have like little robots going behind you sweeping up everything because it's supposed to be nice and clean on the ship. <laughs> Lee Cox says it's set to hyperkill. Jesus, this is a diplomatic mission at best. Mostly we're just hanging out, man. There's we're inside the ship. There's you could only do damage to us with that. It's, I have my gun off right now. My I have my phaser all the way off. It's not even on stun. I have to boot it up. We just need you to chill. And um and and that's when the red lights turn on and the ship starts shaking. And I fall over a little bit to one side and I'm shaking around in my chair, just wiggling. The, the material is too slick. There's like no friction, so I can't get my purchase. I'm just wiggling, bouncing around in my chair. Everybody else seems to be doing fine. I just can't get under control. My ass is just sliding all over this thing that I'm popping, like hit, feet hit the ground for the moment. I have to hop back up into it. Lee Cox says, I look at you and I and cock my harpoon gun. Oh, by God. Ken says, I splash hot decaffeinated coffee in my face. The harpoon gun goes off. It's rusty. It doesn't have it doesn't have good safety mechanisms in place. Unfortunately, they've rusted off. 
And with that, in that moment, Ken sort of stumbles backwards from the hot coffee and it goes up through the central cavity of Ken, red shirt, last name withheld. And that comes up out of the front of the neck and then it goes up through the bottom of the chin and then up out the head. Uh, Aim says I puke. <laughs> well, it was set to hyperkill. It, it hyperkill picks the most devastating angle, and then, then gets them that way. Yeah, and then so it's all the way through. It stops, and then it engages uh, the disintegrators like a three hundred and sixty turn, and it's just Ken's gone. Ken's gone. Friday says, anyone down for a coup? What? Why? What did I even do? This was the, the number. This is this was number one. You know what? He's getting. You know what, Lee? You just got downgraded, man. Bringing that fucking rusty. What, what are you thinking about? We could have made you a new one. You're number two. You know, uh, Cheryl, she, Cheryl is up to number one now. Friday says F, F, we got F's in the chat, presumably for um, Lee Cox's rank being demoted there. And okay, so Ken, Ken Redshirt's gone. We just do, I, I, I have um, Kelsey play the bagpipes. We do a little Danny boy there. We just, uh, we don't have a body because of the disintegration, but we just sort of launch his stuff. Uh, out the airlock. <laughs> Lee Cox says, I slink off. Oh, man, yeah. Kelsey says, yeah, piss off the harpoon guy. Space tetanus. So, uh, the thing is, space tetanus is something to be very concerned about. It kind of, when you have a rusty harpoon gun set to hyperkill, um, what you're going to end up with is sort of a trapped afterlife sort of spirit thing is it's like an energy ghost and that will usually haunt your spaceship good two three months if unless you can get like a good ghostbuster ken says do i look like princess Le look like princess leia floating in space you look like nothing at all you look like a box that says Ken's stuff, and you can tell it's open a little bit, and it's just like red shirts are floating out in space. That's what we think of you as now. So a little bit. It's a little bit like that. Aim says, space goes Ken. We don't know if that's happening. Ken, you can, you can now tag in as Ben if you want to be another red shirt, and that way you can still tag along. But Ken is, Ken is gone. Uh, Aim says, I give him a red bed sheet with eye holes. That's good. Lee Cox says, I replace all of Ryan's captain shirts with red shirts as a warning. Oh, joke's on you. I rarely change clothes. <laughs> and I sit down into my captain's chair and I put my, uh, my hand on my chin to look thoughtful and I try to cross my legs, but I start like sliding around again. Someone like buffed, like there's, there's like, probably coaxing like horn oil on this because it is it is slippery do you know what i mean 
and I'm I'm looking over to where my number one usually is, and it's not there. I was gonna I was gonna sort of jab him with my my elbow for a minute. Ken says that's gross. Uh, oh, I don't know what I is it the quaxian oil? Is that not what I think it is? The horn oil is. Did I make a, a grosser joke than I meant to? <laughs> Oh, yeah, now Kelsey's made the connection. <laughs> All right, well, that's sorry. I, I need to figure out. I need to figure out what caused that red alert. Oh, shit, I turned on my comms. I have like 15 messages. Shit, I need, to, I need someone to be in charge in comms. I never check my messages. And I turn it on and just the big screen in front of me comes on. And... Uh, and it's like, it's like, it's just sort of an alien looking woman just sort of has like eye stalks coming out, uh, big, like weird, uh, sort of Dumbo ears that are blue, uh, sort of a rat face. Jesus Christ. I wasn't, I wasn't expecting this. I've never been off of earth before. I'm a new captain. I kind of. I kind of cheated my way in. I didn't really earn my rank, but you didn't hear that from me and you didn't hear that at all. Like in the world, you don't know that. Nobody knows that. I was very good at cheating. Um, Ken says, at Kelsey, uh, go see the Vulcans during Mady season. They are in a, they are a horny set of species. <laughs> what? I thought I was going to check in on the chat to see how they're doing. <laughs> But I should I should have known. I should have just known how they're doing. They're horny. They're a horny bunch of horn. <laughs> so so we'll just check back. The, the crew is it it's it's yeah, it's Ponfar season. Yeah, it seems like everybody's getting crazy. We need a we need to land on a planet soon. And I'm asking I'm asking this like rat creature with the eye stalks hey what's up and they're like oh my god and then the the thing kind of is blowing up like there's sparks going everywhere they're sliding around in their chair that makes me feel better there's little fires like all around them and they're like you gotta come help you gotta come help down on our planet down on our planet it's, it's getting it's getting bad it's getting real bad here. I'm like, what's the problem? And, and they're just, they're, they're kind of on fire now. And they're just like, it's bad. We need help. Stop the bad thing. And then the signal cuts out. Aim says, I'm getting cabin fever. It's like, you guys got to settle down. We had, we let, we left, we left Earth 20 minutes ago. This is supposed to be like a 15 year expedition. There's going to be some times where we need to just all chill out on the ship for a while. That's why we got you a hollow deck. A little explanation there. I don't mean just like a, a an empty deck. There is a, a holographic playground, basically, where you can go in there and do anything you want. All you horny people, like literally that's what we got that for. We have someone, we have, our number two is in charge of cleaning it. it. Like, you don't have to worry. Just go in there, do whatever you want. Um, 
Lee Cox says, I'm suddenly next to you with a, my harpoon gun. <laughs> harpoon gun. Thurston to poon whatever pooning whatever needs pooning on this planet. <laughs> you can't go suddenly around with a harpoon gun. You can't suddenly appear with it. You have to move carefully. Put that thing away. Ken says to boldly go where no man has gone before. And then a lot of winking emojis. Yeah. I hope you're all having a good time on the holodeck. Just just everybody take like not only one at a time. That's the rule. Um, Leacock says I'll put it away deep away. I this is beyond the Firefly universe. I don't know what universe you're from right now. No one was this weird in Firefly. No one was so specifically harpoon based. All right, we're going to do an expedition. Expedition. We're going to go down to the planet. I'm going to bring a fire extinguisher because I think that like that rat person was on fire. Um, we need to be careful. So, but we got to be fast because they were already on fire. So, uh, Ken, Ben, Ken, Ken, Kenebin, Kenebin, you know who I'm talking to, the red shirt over here. Get on the teleporter. Um, actually, do I want to use a teleporter or should we just fly down there? Teleporters freak me out, man. Uh, Friday says, fuck, fuck, I spilt soy sauce on my shirt. Can I get a new shirt? Yeah, yeah, we got you a red one right now. Um, can, can, can Evan stands on the teleporter? There we go. So we got, we got Friday red shirt with a little bit of soy sauce still on it. We got Kenebin coming in and we're just gonna, this is a test one to get all the kinks out. Teleport them down onto the planet. And sort of these blue lights circle around you. You start to fade out of existence. And uh, and and then we're looking down at the planet. It's got sort of a red sky. Uh, the ground is um, like rocky and green. And there's vents of green and blue gas coming up out of the ground everywhere. And the li blue lights are circling in. You're teleporting down to the planet. And you are fused together. Um, yeah, so it's Kenebin is, uh, you still, you get most of the top and then it's like Friday's face coming out of your chest and then the fry, like right under the face is two legs and then the arms are sort of coming out of the back like wings and then all the teeth are, are on, uh, Kenebin's face. Uh, Nevin says, sir, it smells like a fart on this planet. Actually, that's just a very interesting um, location where your nose happens to be now. And I was like, I fucking knew it. I'm standing, I'm standing up on the, on the, on the teleportation deck still. I'm like, I knew it. I knew you can't trust these things after they've been sitting for a while. You need one to get the, get the spider webs out of there. Uh, Aim says one person at a time. Um, Friday says Careerin is our name. Why would it be that? I don't think. <laughs> I guess you can give yourself whatever name you want. We teleport you back. 
Uh, and then we get you a shirt that fits your new form. It's red still. You're still you're still monster bait. Um, but you're you're just now two people at the same time. So monsters are going to be even more untight. So this is like a this is a deal. Aim says I teleport Ryan. Okay, okay, didn't wasn't expecting that one. And I uh, I was only halfway I would say on the teleportation pad. Kevin says, I want to be shirtless and spray paint my chest red. Well, you have to talk to Friday about that. Aim says, I puke again. <laughs> Aim, I think this is a problem outside of external stimulus. I think you just... I think you should go to med bay. I think there's something going on there. Aim says, oh, God, oh, God. Oh, man, I'm really w worried about... Um... <laughs> Kelsey's the same pregnant. <laughs> and Lee Cox, looking at the Kanebin slash Friday monstrosity, says, it's hard not to poon this thing. <laughs> I'm picturing you saying this with, like, a, a big lit cigar coming out of your, like, even though you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to smoke on the ship. Like, that, that was my decree. But you got a big cigar uh, sticking out of your mouth. Aim says, Ryan, you're split in half. Well, yeah, half of me's down on the planet. Just like wriggling like a fish. And and the other half of me, this is my right brain. So it's a lot more. I'm a little more in control of this side. And I'm 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 standing on one leg and I'm like. All right. Just because. Just because I, I'm, I'm, even half of me is twice the captain you'll ever be. And I'm just yelling at the wall because I'm having a hard time telling what's happening right now. <sighs> Leacock says, I'm not allowed to do anything I'm doing. <laughs> Referring to the cigar. Uh, yeah, not my big concern right now. Not my big concern. Someone get me to Med Bay. Could anybody get me to Med Bay? I'll take help from anybody. I don't care. I, can Eben, you can do it. You can get me there. Kelsey says, "I'm. I, you're in the brig. Yeah, that is true. You're still in the brig. You, you failed your interview to get out. <laughs> Leacock says, I'm busy smoking. It's not, it, That's supposed to be a passive activity with a cigar. You're not supposed to be inhaling it all the way. <laughs> Leacock says, gotta watch the ash. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, Kinevin says, I will send in a droid. I'm sick of fusing things things and aliens. <laughs> You're sick of it? This is supposed to be a 15-year expedition. We're half an hour into... I don't care. Whatever. I, I, I'll take the droid. And they, they drag me off. We got a holographic doctor. And he's able to just sort of make um, a hologram other side of me. Kelsey says, Ryan, I'm bored. Let me out of here. Um, okay, we get you we get you a red shirt. And you're gonna your mission is to go down to the planet and kill that other half of Ryan. Because we don't know what happened to him. And I already I've fixed the problem. I, I've we've just created a holographic sort of robotic other side of me. I'm sort of a cyborg captain now, 
and my right brain thinking has demanded the death of the other captain. Um, Kelsey says, I'm going to poon it up. <laughs> oh, it says, ha, fool. I'm going to poon it up. Does that is does that mean that there's another harpoon gun <laughs> or um Aim says I ain't raising no baby on my own. Okay. Uh Ken Nevin says Aim send it to Droid Daycare. Yeah, we have a we have a whole hollow deck just for the for for babies. The the like protections, the like uh Safety protections on that holodeck are much, much higher. It's basically just Teletubbies. It's just you get to run around in the Teletubbies world. But like like all holodecks, sometimes it malfunctions and then the, the Teletubbies can kill you. But every time that's happened, nobody's died. We've been able to... Well, no one who wasn't wearing a red shirt. So we make sure we, we don't put red shirts on the babies. Friday says, put, put a red shirt on the baby quick. No, no, <laughs> I just explained. Um, Friday says, spill soy, soy sauce on the baby and then put a red shirt on the baby. Where are you getting all this soy sauce? You're not even eating anything. You just have it walking around with a bucket of soy sauce. Leacock says, there is, but I'm using both. Oh, so there's two harpoon guns, but Leacock says, I'm using both. I'm the only poon guy I know. <laughs> Stop doing that. <laughs> We're skirting lines here. Um, uh, all right. Kelsey says, Friday, you leave my son out of this. They uh, they include them in my in the takeout. I'm not sure what you're talking about. Aim and Kelsey are getting alien sushi. That's good. Wait, is anybody trying to kill the other Ryan? Because we this would have been the best time to do it. He was flopping around like a fish. I have to go down there myself. Leacock says, teleport me down. I'll take out the other captain. Boom. I slam that button. Was anybody else wanting to go with them? Kelsey's bit busy. Uh, Kenebin says, I think our stomach is upset from the applesauce. The captain's lavatory is in the nearest bathroom. We can't tell anyone we wrecked his toilet. God damn it. <laughs> that toilet is not meant for two people at the same time. <laughs> I, I, the blueprints of this ship, I had the option upgrade. I did. I was like, why? Why would I need to? Lee Cox says, what's the other captain doing? Yeah, you and me teleport down. Transporter, that's what they call it. We transport down. That's stupid. That's It's a, it's a teleporter. Um, and we're only a little bit fused. We're only a little bit fused together. But since I'm part holographic, I just, I just reboot it. I just turn it Turn it off and turn it back on. Aim says, I call Lee to tell him to bring back the other half. Um, Kelsey says, talk about a captain's log. Oh, shit. I didn't do my captain's log. Oh, shit. Oh, it's like finding out you didn't do your homework. 
Um, hold, hold up, Lee. We can't, we can't go kill the captain yet. Captain, <clears throat> captain's log, star date four hundred thirty-two. Uh, today's been good. It's been good so far. For I'm, I'm feeling good. I am. I have a mission today. I'm going with Lee. Uh, we're going down to the planet. And for breakfast, I had some coaxian horn oil, but I dropped a little and it got on my seat. All right, that's it. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye, Captain's Log. I love you. And that's and that's that's the end of the captain's log. Cool, we're good. Uh, Lee Cox says it'll be hard to tell them apart when I'm done with them. Wait, who are you talking about? Oh, <laughs> Lee Cox says ass ass half or face half. We're we're going for the face half. We're go. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it's it's vertically split. Not not uh not the other side. Um, all right. We we're climbing up basically a cliff face because there's there's evidence there's sort of floppy fish patterns and a lot of blood leading up this path, and uh, and I'm thinking, like yeah, he probably climbed up like a salmon going up a fish ladder, climbed up over this ridge. So I lead the way. You're gonna have to go behind because you're these giant harpoons. These harpoon guns that you're dragging behind you, Lee, they're slowing you down. You just, you, you sweating a lot. And I, I think there's a lot of like glass in the air on this planet because it's, it's hard on the, it's hard on the lungs. It's like an asbestos planet. I don't know. I don't know. We should have, we should have checked the air more. But I get over the ridge and I see, uh, the uh the other captain's already up there and he's had enough time uh and he's replaced his other half with a sentient rock monster so it's it's, it's just like half of my face and then a big fucking rock just jammed in to the other side of the head and then additionally more really jammed there's some sort of like little, it's like a jam looking material keeping it all together. Friday says, Ryan, try to put a red shirt on him. I didn't bring one. I, you know, I, when I go by myself, I kind of consider red shirts to be bad luck. Don't tell anybody that, but like, I just see, I'm a little su superstitious that way. I'm very superstitious. And uh, I, I try not to have any with me. Aim says that Ryan is rocking out, and then you laugh. You did a laugh emoji, and then wow, you really, you really enjoyed this. One. <laughs> uh, but it seems he's sort of made a deal with the the life form on this planet, some sort of sentient rock monster. Um, so we don't, we can't trust this other captain, the other captain, because we don't know what kind of deal was made. So I think we all agree orbital bombardment. And I call in on the, I call into, I guess, whoever's near the communication station on my ship, the doodle bop. I'm like, 
Come in, Doodle Bob. Come in, Doodle Bob. Orbital bombardment. Kill the, kill the one. Kill the one that's not me. And we're standing in a way, probably, that you can only see. The, we, we, you just see the parts that look the same from the angle that the Doodle Bob can see. Uh, Bart says rock lobster. Uh, yeah, there's probably a lot of those around. I think there's a lot of sentient rock creatures on this. They eat meat and they turn it into rock. They like calcify it in the stomach. It's kind of, it's kind of gross. And, uh, you know, if I don't think they would be included if you made like an international federation of planets because they're made of rock. And they eat meat, and like nine, like all of us are made of meat, so it's kind of scary. Um, Kandeban says throw paper on it. That's a good idea. That's that's not a bad idea. Friday says get them, and I'm gonna, I'm trying, I'm really trying. Friday says we can't tell which is who. Oh shit! I'll I'll have I'll just turn to the other side so you can see my shiny holographic side. Uh, Leacock says, I can't tell you apart. I have a poon ready for each of you. Uh, Leacock says, I'm half face blind. I can't tell half face apart. Jesus Christ. Lee, Lee, it's me. Look, he can't, when he talks, it sounds different. He's like, he talks like that now. And he like, his eyes glow red. You can't see that. Can you hear it at least? Just poon him. Poon him right now. And uh, at that point uh, is when a large uh, bipedal lizard jumps out. He's got like a he's got like a jumpsuit on. He's got like a big he's got a big rock in his hand and he's just smashing the lobsters and he's and he's running through and he hits me with it like a club. (laughs) Kelsey says, Lee, shoot both. No, no. No, that's Brig Talk. That's the type of talk. That's the we is this some nether mutiny? Kelsey says literally no downside. There's a big downside. We saw what happened last time we used last time we used the harpoon. It killed Ken. He's he's ghosting. Like we we need to hear from Ken on that on this. Um Leacock says, I shoot both the Ryans. What? No. No, no. No. Leacock says, Lizard Captain, I knew you'd come back for me. No. (laughs) All right. Okay. Okay. No, we can handle this. We can handle this. I am a captain. I am a Starfleet fucking captain. I had to cheat so hard to get to this rank. I had to steal several identities. My my name used to be Randall. So, like, I can handle this. So what I do is I try to use my holographic hand to catch the harpoon mid-air, and it just goes right through. It's a hologram. It doesn't work at all. What happens is it goes right through the open half of my stomach. Like, that's just open without the hologram there. It goes in. And it does like a, a 90 degree turn. And that's going just up the middle. It's like replacing my spine. And it just comes out the top of my head, uh, spins around, and I'm vaporized. 
Aim says, Coop. Uh, Kelsey says, I'm crying. Yes, it's very sad. Lee Cox says, I run off with the lizard. God damn you. God damn you. Um, Kenebin says, fuck it. We will just press random buttons and hope for the best. All right, that's good. Anyway, from we're just going to switch perspective. The rest of this how it could have gone perspective is going to be from the Ryan who uh, is a rock monster. Half rock monster. We're just going to have to accept that's still Ryan enough. That's that's good enough, right? Um, Kelsey says, "Ugh, I hate Randall. Glad you changed it. Aim says, ew, Randall, snitch. What the fuck? Um, Leacock says, if it helps, I harpooned your two halves together, kind of. Well, the disintegration doesn't really, really all that's left now, because the harpoon did, you got both of them. It did get rid of the other meat half of Ryan. We're kind of dealing with the rock half of rock Captain Ryan, the other captain. Um, That's all that's left. We just have half rock Ryan. And the memories of being a captain have been sort of transferred into that. I can't speak. I can only go. But if I can get my hands on a universal translator. You know, what? that's not even going to be my plan. My plan is going to be to bash your brains in, Lee. I'm going to bash you to bits. You were my number two. You, you, I I gave you that harpoon gun in that I didn't have it confiscated when you brought it on the ship. I let you do what I gave you a two hours in the holodeck. Bart says aggressive. I need to catch up in the chat. <laughs> Aim says, whoa, it's Bart. Yeah, Bart. Um, Leacock says you treat and you treated me like number two. That's true. Friday says, at Kenebin, can Rock Ryan be our captain? Uh, Aim says, You're, you bashing your number one through two? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna find the lizard captain. Going to bash him for a while. I'm going to find Lee. I'm going to bash him. I'm going to bash them together, like the, both of their heads, like coconuts. I'm going to take the harpoon. I'm going to line it up uh, so the, both harpoon guns are aiming in. And then the captain and Lee are standing together and they get uh, harpooned at the same time. Bart says, ah, throws phone. Yeah, that's the plan. It's scary. <laughs> Friday says, yo, smash Lee. Yes. Yeah, that's the plan. So <laughs> that, uh, But right as I start doing that um, is when Kenebin starts just hitting random buttons. To I told I told Kenebin to fire uh, orbital bombardment. Just there's a there's a button that literally says orbital bombardment. It's the it's not even abbreviated. It's the whole it's the whole word. And you you know you ever have a problem on a spaceship? You go computer, can you tell me how to start an orbital bombardment? And like a little clip art, like a little like uh, the the paperclip guy that comes up. And is able to help you. Like you, there's ways to figure this out. Kenevin says my eyes aren't where they su- are supposed to be. That's a really that's a really funny take on my eyes aren't what they used to be. <laughs> sort of a paraphrase. Very funny. Um, 
Kelsey says, uh, big button or tiny font? It is medium, medium. So it's about the size of a space bar, medium, like Times New Roman, uh, 13 point font. Leacock says, but there's also the orbital bombardment button right next to that. Uh, that, yes. Yeah. And that's what that we must have hit that one because Bart's back. <laughs> well, mostly what you're hitting button wise is uh, the tel- the transporters controls you're hitting. So a lot of people on the ship are just de- being teleported all over the planet. And a lot of them about 30, 40 feet up and a not sig- insignificant amount of them 20 feet further in the air. And then about half of them are about 300 to 400 feet in the air. So w- a good portion of our ship is just sort of raining down on the planet. Now, gravity here is a little higher than on Earth. So they come down hard and we're I'm running. I'm it is sort of an orbital bombardment. It's sort of that's sort of sort of what you accomplish. It's just more like cannonballs. Coming down and it's, it's just all my crew members. I recognize that like all the people who didn't make it today. So like the Hugh guys flying down. <laughs> We got, we got, we got, hey, why not Bart? Bart's flying down. He was only like 30 feet up. So he, he, we just hear like the ankles break. Um, Bart says hundreds of Bart's fall from the sky. Oh, yeah. You probably were doing like a cloning thing. We have a science officer. I was looking into cloning because I had a feeling I was going to die. So I had one of my science officer work on a cloning project. We're dropping Bart's like crazy. Bart, 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 Bart. And that, that's what they're saying. Because they they hadn't loaded on the whole personality yet. They're, they're not like, they don't have brains fully. Uh, AIM says, I puke from the sight of people smashing into the ground. AIM, you gotta get to sick bay. There's some, you you've been puking all day. It's this one isn't even that gross. It's just Bart's. Kenevin says it was Bart that clogged your toilet, Captain. <laughs> Weirdly throwing Bart under the bus. Bart says they mastered their name. Bart, very, very proud of their creation there. Uh, Friday says, quick, get the soy sauce and the red shirts on them. That accomplishes nothing. (laughs) They're falling from the sky. I'm chasing down the lizard captain. And I'm just hobbling along. I'm just a pile of rocks. And um, what I do is I, I, I grab off of one of the bodies, I grab a phaser. And I set it to kill. I set that shit to fucking kill I take I, I take the down and I turn it all the way up and the word kill gets even bigger and I uh and I, I Kelsey says totally off topic does anyone want eggs Kelsey come on this is a this is a high octane moment right now 
You're trying to get us off track. Ah. Uh, Kanevin says, is the safety on? Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, you're right. So, okay, I, I flipped the switch. Jesus, why, they shouldn't, it should be one button. It shouldn't be two. I guess for safety, it should be two, but I, thank you for that. Leacock says, there's simply no way you'd catch up with us. We're running with the power of a fluff. <laughs> yeah, but you're lugging two giant fucking harpoon guns. They're slowing you down. I, like, like love can only bring you so far if you're talking about, like, the gravity's high. You have to move under the cover of, like, the cliffside so you don't get by falling in Bart's. Bart says, I also clogged his gun. Ew, how? Gross. <laughs> I guess there's a lot of debris and it might get into, the, like, the grate. Uh, Aim says, your gun is plugged by, by a Bart's. <laughs> Friday says, at Bart, can you clone our dead old captain? Hey, whoa, the, the, the captain's not dead. There's no reason to assume the captain's dead. Ryan is still here. I'm just a little different than normal. I am half of a rock monster. So, But, like, you'll get used to it. And once we get the universal translator, you're going to really like how I talk, I think. I think it translates really methodically. I sound very confident. Right now, I just sound like a... Friday says, something different about this captain. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to put your finger on, but we'll get used to it. Kelsey says, a confident Ryan, can you imagine? Bart says, I know he rocks. Yes, we've done this. We've done this already. <laughs> All right, so what I do to catch up is I, I sort of lose my human shape and I turn my uh, bunch of rocks into a rock ball that quickly rolls down the hill and catches up. And I run right into um, I run right into the lizard captain and I'm, I'm able to, I break his tail immediately. He falls to the ground with sort of a I can't tell if it hurt him. I can't tell what that sound means. It, I, I don't have a universal translator. I'm just a pile of rocks that thinks he's a human. Um, Leacock says the B-52 song Rock Lobster, but with Doodle Bop and Rock Monster for lyrics. This is this is good. This is good. We should get that. Um, Kelsey says Smushy Rocky. <laughs> that was less good. That was. If we're if we're just putting things on like a, a hierarchy, it was just less good. Um, so I I run into the lizard that smash that tail, and I pop out sort of Metroid style. I pop out of the, my ball form, and I'm holding two phasers, both set to kill, and I'm holding them sort of like a standoff. Lee, so I, and I say I say, why did you do it, Lee? Why do you, why, I was the captain. Did you hear my log? I said this was going to be a good day. We, 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 I had a breakfast. I had a breakfast today. You took that away from me. And uh, I don't know what, how Lee responds to that. But Friday says, hit him with his tail and say, let me tell you a tale of how it could have gone if I beat you up. That's really specific 
I just remembered now that I all of that that I yelled at Lee, it just came out like because that's just how I talk. Um, Lee Cox says, "When did you get two phasers?" That's the that's the big reveal. That's the big reveal. Is uh, that's that was my secret weapon that I wasn't going to tell you about before now. Friday says, Ryan, four minutes. Oh, crap. That's actually not a lot of time. <laughs> Aim says, whoa, 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 whoa. Put your phasers away. No one wants to see that. Hey, you're making the same joke you made earlier, and I didn't read it, but this time I read it. Um, You know what? What I do is uh, I, I put my two phasers together, sort of lean them in so that the beam, the phase beam, um, shoots into each other. I'm going to cross the stream of the beams. And then from behind me, the two ghost halves of the Ryans that got disintegrated, they're joining me. And they're using their phaser that they found in the afterlife because that's that they had their own adventure. And they're joining on each side of me. They're adding their beams to my beam. And we got a swirl of beams. Uh, Lee Cox says, I look at Lizard Captain and tell them I've always loved them as we're crushed to death under falling bars. It's okay. <laughs> well, shit, I got, I got a beam already going. That there's no stopping it now. <laughs> and it's just shooting like a fire hose. It is just too much phaser. And it's set to really, really kill. So it's like the rock lobsters are just being destroyed. Uh, I the I shoot I pull up because I'm blowing up too much of the planet and I just whip my laser beam thing uh, and that goes right through the doodle bop sort of a diagonal cut and there's a large explosion the whole sky lights up I hope everybody was off I hope everybody got transported off I don't think I think I think Kelsey was still on the brig oops Aim says ah uh, Friday says just start blasting Ryan there's no stopping blasting. It's all it's all blasting from here on out. And so I turn instead of towards the sky because I don't want to hit any more spaceships. And I turn it straight down and it goes directly to the core of the planet. I phase the fuck out of it. It's all phased up. The like the planet gets pwned. It's it's over. It's just that was fucking Saturn, man. We didn't even make it out of the solar system. We didn't even. It was 20 minutes in space. And we blew up Saturn. It was a very terraformed Saturn. Man, I don't even know what happened to that rat face that was on fire. Probably dead a long time ago. This probably doesn't. The plant blowing up doesn't worry him. Bart says, rip Saturn. Yep. Kelly says, we really fucked up. And we get an F in the chat. And says Team Rocket blasting off again. Not even. No one's escaping. It's a big explosion. You see, you Saturn would go up like crazy. And that's how it could have gone. Oh, boy. It's supposed to be a peaceful mission. It's supposed to be. I guess, you know, instead of looking at it as a failure... Look at it as a 
Big explosion. Friday says, wait, Ryan, dinner tonight? We are going to make shrimp fried rice. We're going to do shrimp fried rice tonight. We got some shrimp. Going to cook it up with some rice. It's going to be great. Aim says, you started a planet explosion chain reaction. Man, the Borg and me so fucking smug about this. The Borg and like the Klingons, Cardassians are going to be laughing at us. We fucking tried to go into space, ran, basically ran into Saturn and blew up the whole solar system. I am pissed. Kenneben says, these are the voyages of the USS Doodlebop. Bart says, I think it went as well as it could have gone. I, I think. Uh, Aim says, Car Kardashians? No, Kardashians. Do a little Googling. It's, it's, there's a slight difference. Kenneben says, the Doodlebop, the next generation. Actually, to be honest, this was not the next generation. This was the original series. We can do one that's going to be more inspired by the... Because uh, this wasn't even Ryan, actually. This is this was some dude named Randall who stole Ryan's identity. We can come back with a sequel to this episode and we'll actually see Captain Ryan who was tied up in a broom closet this whole time. So... Uh, <laughs> Kelsey saying, going, uh, oh, Leacock says, to be fair, we went pretty fucking boldly. <laughs> and Kelsey says, where no one should have gone. This is, this is very good. This was a good episode, I think. I'm going to upload this one. Um, thank you, everybody. Here we go. End of the episode. Uh, plugs. I'm asking people to donate to the Black Lives Matter movement. I'll be putting a donation link in the episode description. Uh, and I, I uh, hope people can do that. I also have a Patreon, which I'll be uploading probably this weekend. Once I get my computer set up, I'll be uploading the uh, the Mario episode where I, with Mario, with Ryan was the third Mario brother. I felt like that one got too sexual, so it's gonna have a uh, a pay gate on it. This. <laughs> You have to pay. You just have to pay extra for that, and then, and then, you if you pay even more than that, we'll see what happens. Uh, Leacock sent sushi. Kelsey sent champagne and sushi. Thank you so much. That's uh, that's very that's very fun. Um, it's very it's very fun to to be given sushi. It's it's just fun. All right, end of the episode outro. Here we go. So I've been Ryan. Is it so? Well, I've been. No, it can't be. Well, well, I've been Ryan Cudahy. And that's how it could have gone. Thank you. Goodbye. It can't be well.